0: Happiness all day long on the happy station,
1: Talk 104 FM.
0: 100. Now, I'm joined already by my guest in the studio, uh, Marvelous Kumalo, he's director of residents' association in Shtunguiza. Uh, good evening to you and welcome to the program.
1: Thank you so much, and uh, good evening, listeners.
0: Now we want to jump straight into it So much has been said about cholera But we've also been told that uh, things are not well in Shtunguiza Tell us an overview uh, of the state of cholera in Shtungiza. Yeah sure,
1: thank you Uh, We started having an outbreak on the 24th of September and uh, the first case was recorded in uh, one of our overpopulated uh, suburbs, that is in Unit D uh, in Seke After a patient had visited uh, Buera district in Manikaland, which is also uh, affected by the cholera outbreak. And uh, this case, the patient had... Uh, uh, visited there for a for a funeral of uh, a relative, and that is uh, how we begin to record uh, cases of uh, the outbreak uh, this time. And uh, the most affected ages uh, are those people that are above fifteen years, followed by those that are below uh, five years. In terms of those that are 15 years and above, there are more than 200 cases. And uh, for those that are below five years, there are more than 65 uh, cases. Uh, St. Mary's, uh, which happens to be one of the highly populated areas again, happens to be the epicenter of the outbreak with about three quarters of uh, the total number of cases reported there in St. Mary's, uh, and Ward 5, around the Chikwanyika area, is the one that is topping the list, followed by Ward 4, also uh, in St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. We have had uh, isolated cases reported in Zengeza, uh, the Nyatsime area, and the uh, Seke area in that order. Sengeza being the second highest from St. Mary's, followed by Nyatsime and the uh, Seke. We have also had some of the cases that are reportedly coming from outside uh, Chitungwiza. But remember, we house uh, Chitungwiza Central Hospital, which is a referral hospital accommodating people from Epworth and other surrounding areas so that is uh, the state of uh, cholera in Chitunguiza then in terms of death it's unfortunate that uh, so far we have recorded about 8 uh, deaths uh, that have been reported uh, so far in St. Mary's Nyatsime and the Seke area and of the 8, 5 uh, were suspected cases While 3 are confirmed uh, cholera cases So that's the situation We have had uh, more than 300 suspected cases altogether They have been recorded cumulatively From the 24th of September to date In the town, uh, we have 25 wards. And uh, the statistics that is there shows that uh, the outbreak is mostly affecting uh, females. I think because of the population demographs Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. we have more females than males, uh, about 60% of uh, those that are affected are uh, females.
0: My goodness, and I mean, obviously, you know, our hearts and prayers go to those families that have actually lost, uh, you know, members of their family to cholera and also to those who are grappling uh, with this because it can't be easy. Um, Now, in terms of um, the mitigations is there anything happening in the meantime? You talked about St. Mary's, you also talked about D being heavily affected areas. What sort of interventions are are, are happening on the ground? Maybe you yourselves as a resident association, have you come in to intervene? Or perhaps the city council, is anything happening to alleviate, um, you know, this plight immediately? What are some of the things that are happening on the ground?
1: Thank you. I'll start by the public health interventions by all the stakeholders. Then Also, highlight in terms of what as an institution we have done. Uh, There is a a, a, a cholera treatment center that was set up uh, in St. Mary's near St. Mary's uh, local clinic so that uh, people that are suspected to be uh, patients of uh, cholera are isolated from the, the entire group so that. Uh, confirmations are done tests are done and so forth Mm. then uh, the local authority is also conducting cholera outbreak coordination meetings with the relevant stakeholders including the minister of health uh, the municipality itself we have had other players like uh, oxfam unicef uh, the Chitungiza Central Hospital is also part of the, those uh, the cholera outbreak coordination meetings. And uh, as residents also, we have been participating in some of these meetings. Then uh, at the center, the cholera treatment center in St. Mary's, the, the, the local authority, through working with other partners, you have also installed a security perimeter as a way of isolating the centre from uh, the general public so that people will not frequent, uh, will not uh, get access to uh, that area so that only patients are kept there, they are attended to there without other people coming in as a way of mitigating in terms of not allowing the disease to to, to the outbreak to spread in terms of the interventions that we have done as a a, a residents association firstly we have dedicated a a WhatsApp platform for receiving alerts from the community and sharing information on the recent cholera outbreak in terms of what can be done how can we behave as residents, so as to make sure that we contain uh, the outbreak of uh, cholera. Then we are also promoting cholera related health education through social media platforms WhatsApp, Facebook, X, and on our website, among other interventions. But chiefly, we are also working with the broader civil society. And other stakeholders in lobbying uh, both central government and the Chitunguiza municipality to prioritize the construction of uh, the long planned uh, Muda Dam project uh, as a way of making sure that Chitunguiza, with its current population, can also have its own source of. clean, safe, and uh, potable water. We can't continue as usual because as of now, we receive plus or minus 10 megalitres of water from Harare water, from of Harare. But this, in terms of the demand that we have per day, which is more than 40 uh, megaliters, the daily demand, it becomes a drop in an ocean So we have had situations where there is a lot of water rationing There is a lot of making sure that Most households They only receive water once or twice Per week Which then creates a dire situation In terms of uh, water provision And then also This has forced the uh, residents to Look for other alternative uh, water sources, and most of these alternative water sources are unprotected, and some of them are contaminated. So really, on this one, we are working 24-7 to do advocacy work around making sure that we lobby both central government and uh, the municipality to prioritize. Uh, uh,
0: maybe delve a little bit deeper into that. I mean, obviously water and provision of, of, of clean water is a big factor when it comes to cholera. Yeah. Um, you know, how have your, 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 your interventions been in terms of trying to engage uh, the, 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 the city fathers to, to provide a permanent water solution? How far have you gone in that respect? Maybe to share with us yeah, uh, yeah. what you've so done as the w- residence council. W-
1: we have done a, a lot of work and uh, it's unfortunate that it, it even dates back more than five years ago. Because what we did when we realized that uh, Harare is one of the major, uh, Harare City Council is one of the major uh, water providers because they have uh, the moton Jeffrey water treatment plant. Unlike other local authorities such as Epworth, Chitunguiza, uh, Norton, they don't have their own. Uh, water purification plans. So they depend entirely on seat of Farare. So we came together and muted. Uh, that's how we bathed uh, the Arare Metropolitan Residence Forum, which I also happened to chair, to say, fine, there are issues that are peculiar to Chitunguiza, there are issues that are peculiar to Epworth, but we have issues that affect us as a province. So that when we... Muted the idea of coming up together so as to amplify our our voices as residents associations within the metropolitan province. So one of the issues was around water provision, and it said that uh, when uh, Morton Jeffrey Waterworks was uh, set up in the uh, late 1950s. Uh, it was only designed to accommodate a population of not more than 300,000 people.
0: And what are the current numbers <laughs> in Stungiza? Not only Stungiza,
1: we are speaking of Harari now.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah, because Martin
1: ah. Jeffrey was set up specifically for Just for
0: 300,000 people.
1: At its maximum, yes. And we are in excess of a million. Yes. So we have been lobbying central government to Look at other options. Uh, the Kunzi Dam project, which will even reduce costs, because in terms of the location of Moton Jeffrey, it, was, it is on the downside. The waste from Chitunguiza and other suburbs, including Arare, goes downstream and goes to Lake Chivero. But the advantage with the Kunzi Dam is that it is in the upstream. So the water from there will be very uh, less demanding in terms of the quantities and numbers of chemicals, water purification chemicals, to treat it. Because remember, the effluent from the industries, from the domestic, the, the domestic effluents and so forth, is all washed away into Lake Chivera. So that alone gives it... Uh, very, very, it makes it very difficult for the city of Harare to purify water. At some time, they use more than seven water treatment chemicals. But when we, when this idea was mooted to use Kunzi Dam as an alternative, it will reduce the number of chemicals that will be used to to treat, uh, to purify water. So, we have been doing a lot of advocacy work, working together with the Combined Arara Residents Association, uh, Community Water Alliance, and the other residents' associations. There is uh, Epoids uh, Development Residents Associations, EDA. Then there is Noton Residents Alliance. Then we have uh, Simukai Goromonzi Residents Association and Rua Residents Association. Mm-hmm. So, we have been working uh, as an umbrella. Uh, together with the Harare Residence Trust and other uh, residents associations within the metropolitan province to lobby for government to consider because the situation that we are in as Chitunguiza right now is a health time bomb uh, where a population of plus or minus a million is living without a, a source of its own water. So, Harare used to have 49 wards 46, sorry, 46 wards and it can't pump water to all the 46 wards but it is expected to then spare some for Chitungwiza, Epworth and other areas yet it cannot uh, sufficiently cater for its own residents. so that's why we have had some other areas like Mavuku Tafara, these areas had gone for more than ten years without people experiencing. Kufurate putuono mvura. Palewa nawakato shahar wavakashka makore ten.
0: Vasna mbona. Vasetwa
1: experiencea kutimvura ino pa seipateb. Yeah, so that I'm just bring this information to show. Uh, the listeners so that they are in sync in terms of the depth of the challenge that we have in terms of water provision and how it also affects uh, uh, sewer reticulation because when uh, there is no water like in Chitungwiza, human waste then uh, solidifies in the sewer pipes then when suddenly water is fed into the pipes the pressure now the best yes 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 so we usually experience uh, perennial sewer challenges also that's one area that actually requires an agent solution as well but it can be reduced by making sure that water is usually available even for 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 sewer reticulation we had even at one time uh, lobbied government to at least pump raw water from the dam for sewer reticulation purposes so that the sewer pipes don't usually block and uh, resultantly then burst when uh, water is uh, allowed to flow in the in the in the sewer pipes
0: and how was how was that suggestion received? Because I believe it does make a lot of sense because you don't need the, the $3 million a month to treat that water if it's just to keep the pipes flowing.
1: We have always been having this uh, advocacy and uh, the authorities, they say, fine, we'll consider that. But we have gone for years without seeing such considerations coming into, it, into implementation or into fruition. But we always do our work as stakeholders And remember, most of the lives that we are losing are community members, some that we know, and these are our fellow community uh, people that we stay with. So it becomes very painful when you start experiencing death that can be avoided because in this time of the century, We don't believe that we should be grappling or discussing on a national radio program about cholera outbreaks. It shows how difficult the situation is uh, within our communities and really we need to keep on pushing uh, the authorities so that uh, they uh, address this. And to add on to that as well, we have had issues of non-functional public toilets uh, in the town, some because of the blocked sewer pipes, some because of the unavailability of uh, water, Uh, they can't be accessed, it becomes very difficult for them to be functional so we are also appealing to the local authority to address such issues of uh, uh, non-functional public toilets and also we are lobbying council to consider increasing the frequency of refuse collection, especially during difficult times like uh, cholera outbreaks, where they are used collecting refuse once a week. We are proposing if they in- increase the frequency to two, possibly then it will help deal with the issue of flies and uh, other uh, contributors that drive uh, and increase the spread of uh, of cholera.
0: Another issue uh, that really, really comes into frame and becomes a big, big, big concern is the rainy season being upon us. What are some of the challenges that the rain brings in the present situation?
1: Yeah, uh, There are a, a, a lot because I think we will agree that uh, being the onset of the rain season uh We have a lot of uh, flies, uncollected baggage, garbage, and so forth, and it breeds a lot of uh, these flies. And uh, we have had situations where there are some caterers dotted all over the the town preparing food using open food preparation sites, and people go and buy food, you know, the danger. Yeah, then... uh, it's the season ye mazange and mangoes, you name it. Yes, and you don't Yes, but there's no running tap water. Mm-hmm. And the safest method is usually to ne, ne running tap water. But akuna. So you see, I'm going to go to the day. I'm going to go to the mango. I'm going And I'm going to go to because we are in this rain season, so that's the uh, the challenges, and they are compounded by uh, the onset of uh, the rain season. So that is the situation in a, in. A, in a
0: in Chitunguiza, yeah. uh, quite a grave and worrisome situation. We are unpacking the state of cholera in Chitunguiza, and I'm speaking to Director of res- of the Chitunguiza Residents Association, uh, Marvellous Kumalo. He is in the studio and breaking down some of the issues. And It's a time bomb, a health time bomb. Currently, uh, you know, the suspected uh, case is very worrisome, and also recording some deaths there. Um But j- just to of the, uh, you know, perhaps just a reminder of a kumalu, mati suspected cases mangani, confirmed cases mangani and abata pa mati tarasikiru anewan watatu so far. Not vatatu
1: We have had eight. You said eight, I beg your pardon. Yes. yes. Ehe. Then five uh, are suspected and three confirmed. The symptoms, yes. the symptoms were similar mm-hmm. to those of uh, cholera but the three cases of the eight are confirmed cases of uh, cholera uh, death
0: Mm -hmm. and then in terms of the the
1: the recorded cases so far there are more than 300 suspected cases uh, as of today so a lot is being done now in terms of tests and confirmations uh, that are being handled by the authorities the, the health the public health authorities
0: Absolutely, and the areas that are mainly affected uh, what are those areas once more?
1: Yeah, mostly the the, the epicenter of the outbreak is in St. Mary's, especially in Ward 5 and uh, Ward 4, followed by Zengeza uh, which is a higher number for for, uh, uh, for outbreaks also, then and lastly second yeah so these are in terms of that order the 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 areas that are affected but worrisomely uh saint mary's being uh, the hardly the most hard hit area by the outbreak we
0: are looking at the state of cholera in Shitunguiza what's happening on the ground and I've got to say it is very worrisome uh, and you know in the meantime any uh, of those other people who can come together Nema interventions and what sort of things are needed uh, you know to assist the residents of Shitung.
1: Yeah, I think uh, first and foremost is uh, the continuous dissemination of uh, cholera-related information so that everyone is equipped in terms of knowledge, how to prevent uh, the outbreaks. Then uh, the other thing is uh, uh, the distribution of uh, aqua tablets that can also assist in purifying uh, water. If they are made available, they can go a long way in terms of mitigating against the continued what, spread of, of the disease. Then if we also have those that are willing to provide water bowsers so that at least people can be assured of a source, an alternative source of uh, safe, clean and potable water, rather than continuously drawing water from unprotected wells that are dotted all over the town. And especially where we have a collapsed sewer system, people have then resorted to uh, septic tanks. So you find within a small yard of uh, about 200 or 300 square meters, the yard accommodates both a septic tank, a soccer way, and a a, a water well so if you then uh, deduct the area occupied by the buildings and what you are left with to then have usually they say from the septic tank uh, a well must be more than I'm not so sure if it is 10 or 20 meters apart. So with the dynamics of a 200 square meters which is 10 meters in front and 20 meters the length it becomes very difficult uh, for 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 the water well end the septic tank to be 20 meters apart. Mm,
0: so yeah. you are, hey, and even just I'm imagining, so you are basically, and I know people don't want to hear this, but you are
1: basically living in your own filth. Thank you so much. That's the situation that is obtaining on the ground. So it's unfortunate uh, we have not uh, gone to a level where we can do, but we once did it way back where we collected water samples from a number of unprotected water wells then we took the samples for for testing yeah and uh, i i i I will, shocking use, results. I will not use this platform to share what we got wow but it's not good yeah yeah suffice to it say was not good Yeah, oh, yeah oh. but it just shows how difficult the situation is Because we all know water is life. It's very difficult to live without water. And in terms of the World Health Organization standards, in terms of how much pay individual in terms of liters of water per day, it becomes very, very difficult. The right to water then becomes an issue. Yeah. So that's the situation that is obtaining on the ground. So we'll keep on doing advocacy work. But if we realize that the situation is continuously getting out of hand, we might then consider some form of public litigation to take the local authorities and central government as a measure of last resort to court using the the, the, the 2013 constitution, the provision of the right to water to say, what what are we saying? There are two issues, the right to water, and the right to a clean uh, environment and these two rights currently we are found wanting uh, as a a community and as a country in terms of making sure that there is at least uh, the steadily uh, realization, the gradual realization which is uh, given in the constitution to such rights. To say since 2013 when the constitution was Uh, when the constitution came into effect, what have we done as a country, what have we done as local authorities, what have we done as residents ourselves, to make sure that the gradual realization of the right to water, the right to a safe and clean environment, what have we done? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, sure. And the budget, the budget... Because we are in that budget phase at the moment, isn't it? Thank you. Thank you. At a local authority level and at a national level, are the budget speaking to mm-hmm. the demands and the realities on the ground because if we are to say okay fine we are going to be tarring our roads within chitungwisa is it a priority when people are dying? don't have you know clean yeah. water yeah yeah sure sure so a lot of issues that we need to prioritize and make sure that even the budgets that we come up with at the end of the year are reflective of the needs of the communities, are reflective of what the communities prioritize other than having other issues that will not actually service the interests of the residents and repairs.
0: Really, really important but sad realizations in this conversation. You know Adva it's not just Chtungiza, it's it's all over in this country that perennially We are always talking about cholera We're always talking about interventions We're always saying oh it's the rainy season uh, But ultimately What is the lasting solution To the cholera uh, Issues that prevail Year in and year out uh, Beyond Shutunguiza. It is all across the country
1: Yeah, I think uh, the first thing First things first Is to prioritize uh, The issue of water provision Let's have sources of clean water. Let's have the Kunzi Dam project kicking off. Let's have the Muda Dam project kicking off. And really, it should be a priority for government has to come up with a threshold to say, we can't allow a settlement of, say, 3,000 people or 5,000 people to be allowed to settle without addressing issues relating to provision of safe uh, clean and potable water but chitungiza have allowed have been allowed to grow the population was 200,000 years back it has grown now uh, including the informal settlements to over a million people in chitungiza yet we depend entirely on Sito-Ferrari in terms of uh, water provision. So, Sito-Ferrari is affected now; it is in a crisis, a cholera outbreak crisis. Then, how do you think they will handle the dynamics of affording to spare water for Chitungwiza, Epworth, and uh, Goromonzi, and Notton? So, it becomes a very, very uh, serious uh, predicament and uh, we were happy uh, around 2013-2014 when the China Africa Exim Bank uh, provided some funds for sprucing up of uh, Morton Jeffrey Waterworks and increasing its capacity, gener- water capacity generation but unfortunately we realized that uh, some of the money was used to buy uh, very expensive vehicles for the, the the managers of the project to an extent that uh, what then went towards service delivery did not make a realisable impact in terms of uh, increasing the capacity generation. Because increasing capacity generation includes... Not only purifying enough water, but also looking at the entire water network, the piping system, because some of the most of our water that uh, comes from Morton Jeffrey Waterway is lost uh, along the network, best pipes and so forth. I think when you are moving around, you have witnessed. Situations where you see, clean water, water. water. yeah, no one is attending to it and so forth. So, all those are contributing factors that reduce uh, the amount of water. They might be treating just for argument's sake 100 megaliters per day, but this is not what is pumped to the residents, the the 100 megaliters. We have that which is lost through best pipes, some that is stolen along the, the, the networks through illegal uh, connections and so forth. So a lot happens. And uh, really, we think that the government has to prioritize this issue so that come next year, we will not be talking about Kunzi Dem, we will not be talking about uh, Muda Dam, yeah, at least we need to see some work starting so that at least we know that we are w- w- working towards a permanent solution True.
0: Absolutely. Or if the conversations around those dams are happening, it should be in a different tone altogether, not uh, you know, about whether or not they've been constructed and the, whether they are operational.
1: The third thing is uh, Kunzi demo was muted before 1980.
0: And we are in 2023. <laughs>
1: Paperwork and everything else is there, and he has been there since nine, since before 1980. Mm. So, what is left for us is simply mobilizing resources and prioritizing that project, so that at least there is what. Uh, there's w- traction
0: there yes, yes Absolutely, yes, yes. no, makumalo well, we thank you for coming in And I know it's a bit of a, a Not even a bit, it's a grim subject to talk about Absolutely, we're talking about people's lives Livelihoods and something as Basic, something that is guaranteed By our constitution Is clean and portable What a healthy environment to live in with your children um, But uh, as uh, He says that there's work being done And we do hope that we see it coming to fruition I was speaking there to Marvellous Kumalo, Director of residents. Association, we tender. We look forward to engaging with you very soon.
1: Thank you so much, and thank you, listeners.